Uh, hmm. <laughs> um, are we lost, butthead? Damn it, Beavis, for the bazillionth time, no. <laughs> Let's go ask that dude over there for, like, some directions or something. Um, can you help us? We're, like, lost. <laughs> no way, we just don't know where we are. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. And everything in the world is getting better. It is? That's what Governor Cuomo says, because he's trying to distract everything from him killing uh, so many people. Him ki- Wow. We're immediately getting political and Boom, offensive. right off the bat. Wow. <laughs> Welcome because, to episode. guess what? Guess what? Go Can ahead. I do my intro? Episode. Welcome no, to episode 161. <laughs> now Bruce will go on. Go ahead. First, he's in a firestorm because they they realize that uh, he well a little background numbers. Governor Cuomo is the is the governor of New York State. Let's just get that. Yes, he that, is. The, he is. He we're is assuming everyone knows this. I mean, we do have Bolini. Okay. Oh Jesus! He has killed more people than anybody else in coronavirus <laughs> land for the United States, except wow. for one now. One governor's now passed him. Congratulations, Florida? governor of uh, California. No, oh. California. Oh. And they're actually trying to kick him out. They're actually doing a recall vote on the governor of California, which is nice to see, too. But the governor was found out to have withheld numbers of how many people he's killed with the coronavirus in the beginning. So there's a big firestorm in New York. So what does Cuomo do? He says, hey, I'm going to distract you by opening up some stuff now. And finally... In the state of New York, we can play pinball, but not until March 26th, and only at 25% of our original capacity. So on March 26th will be one year and almost two weeks since a type of business could be allowed to operate in the state of New York. That is fucking ridiculous. Over one year of people's livelihoods have been ruined by this short-sighted, governor so he's he's killed people you say yeah he i has. thought corona he's... was killing people not well corona was killing people but the problem is he sent these people to nursing homes and these people at the nursing homes were getting killed because it spreads like wildfire through the old people and they had no choice in the matter because they were trying to free up hospital beds uh, our poor guest is waiting Patiently. He is because you know why? Like, oh He's my cool. god! He's had his own issues the past week. Don't fuck with Texas. No, oh. unless it's fucking freezing out. <laughs> <laughs> then you can take that whole state over in two days. <laughs> so who's our guest, Bruce? He is the originator of top rope pinball. Here he is. He is actually one of the. He, I think he's one time champion. Is he one-time champion of Texas? Yes, or he's, maybe twice. He's the Texas pinball champion. I consider him a cool guy. Robert, Robert Byers. How you doing, Robert? What the Rob is cooking? Finally, the Rob has come back to the Slam Tilt Podcast. Hey guys, how are you doing today? All righty, sir. How are you? Are you the most electrifying streamer out there? I'm the most electrifying entertainment with the people's elbow. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh yeah, streaming. Watch. So I'm, I'm taking your stream has a, a wrestling slant to it. Could, would that be safe to say? Yeah. Uh, yes, we do uh, wrestler intros before and during uh, each show, and it's it can get pretty intense and uh, over the top. Wait, you mean actual intros? So you come into the room as the wrestler? Correct. Um, let me give you an example. Um, I do a full Triple H I- intro where I, I got a crown on. I come in. I got the jacket. I got the championship belt. I walk in. I'm looking around. I got the water bottle. I take the jacket off. I take a big drink. I look both ways, and then I spit water everywhere and blow it towards the camera. Do you cover the game when you do that? <laughs> yes, I have, I, have, I have three towels with me at all times, one for the floor, one for the game, and one for the streaming gear. <laughs> <laughs> he said spit. <laughs> he didn't swallow. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> So yeah, I do multiple multiple wrestler intros. Some of the the more grandeur ones, of course, are Triple Eight. I do the the beer can smash with Stone Cold. I do um, uh, the lightning dark intro with Undertaker. But then I've got all your classics like Hogan and uh, Hurricane and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I do Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon. I do um, oh my, so many of a macho. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Uh, I think I got about 30 gears. I actually just bought about three weeks ago. I bought a rolling clothes rack so I could put in the attic and then roll that out. So I have all my gear if somebody requests somebody to do it. Nice. Wow. <laughs> that is some dedication there. Yeah, I think I probably spent three to four hundred dollars on buying stuff. I got all kinds of different color boas. I've got um, you know, Ric Flair robes. I've got a uh, flair for my arms. When you spin around, I grab some cushions off some old couches and, um, my, my oldest son has got this bear that's about five foot tall. So sometimes when I do some drinking streams and I get more involved with it, I'll do finishing moves on the bear, like tombstones and, and pedigrees and, and, um, the most epic one I did was, I think, a week ago Saturday, not this Saturday, but the previous Saturday before all these storms started. Maybe it was a week before that. I was a little bit inebriated, and I actually climbed up on my 60-in-1 cocktail table on my knees, dressed as Macho Man, and dropped an elbow from the cocktail table onto the bear and amazingly didn't break anything. Now, you say inebriated. It's, this is kind of like a thing that you do. Is it like every uh, so many, every so many streams or every couple of weeks or once a month? Yeah, it's kind of every couple of weeks. So I, I, uh, I got my, my kids every other weekend. So the weekends I don't have my kids, it's easier to do stuff like this and stay up later and be louder. So, uh, we basically have a, uh, a stream with drinks and, uh, I did it once and it was a big hit and now we've done four or five. It's not my thing. I don't do that all the time. Most of my streams are not like that. It's more about gameplay. Like um, um, I've got to run to the hills a couple times. I'm trying to get to the Kiefer Invitational right now on World Poker Tour. And unfortunately, I'm li- limited to the games I have here because I'm not willing to carry my gear or go anywhere right now with COVID. But uh, it's, a, it's a combination of sometimes it's just fun, entertaining. Sometimes there's some drinks involved. Sometimes it's a Carl D'Angelo type of get to this wizard mode, um, objectives types of streams. Sometimes I'll do um, tutorials like I've done a tutorial on like Genie, something that you might not see all the time on strategies. So it's just it's just a mix. You never know what you're going to get, but it's always a fun time and there's always wrestlers involved. And I am 
more about the entertainment. And so if people come online and request certain wrestlers, um, I'll, I'll give it my best go. Nice. Ron, who is your favorite wrestler that we can re- request for? Favorite wrestler? Yeah. Um, hmm. That's, I mean, I like the rock. I like stone cold. I'm trying to think of something more obscure though. My favorite is macho man. I hate to say it. I well, love macho yeah, man. You, you can't, you can't fail macho man. Have you seen the Macho Man intro? Have you guys watched I've seen it? The mon- I've seen the Macho Man. Oh, I have. That's why I was very happy when I saw it. I was like, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I got the full beard, mustache, yep. glasses, all the things for that. Um, yeah. So that was pretty good. I wanted, I want to gear up to do stuff like Gold Dust, but I don't know about the face paintings and stuff oh, like that. Oh, oh man. No. That, yeah, that would be, yeah. That would You'd be have bad. to have glitter <laughs> come down. Yeah. yeah. It You'd, would be a mess. I've already, my just... carpet. My carpet is already stained, so I've got these. I bought this six pack of turkey turkey feather boas that are colored. So I got pink and red. You know, I got like red and yellow when I do Hogan, and I've got pink and teal and purple when I do like Flair or Macho Man or somebody that uses all this Flair stuff. Well, one of the drinking streams when I was spinning the water, doing the water, I got water on the turkey feathers, and then that set on the floor. And of course, the dye out of the feathers ran onto the carpet. So I've got a big pink purple stain in the carpet right next to the games it's beautiful my fiance's thrilled to death about it she must love you <laughs> <laughs> she's probably upstairs going what, what the fuck is he doing in that room again <laughs> have you seen have you seen so a lot of times i do this i'll post the, the the aftermath of these drinking streams so if you go to um go to facebook and it's not a it's not a page it's a group top rope pinball um or you can go to my page tasmo 72 t-a-z-m-o 72 and then find the group i post like these aftermath pictures of the destruction and sometimes even i'm like oh my gosh and then i'll go back and watch the video and uh, take clips for um the pinball network because they do their clip highlights and yeah there's several times i've been 15 to 20 shots in over a five or six hour stream and i might not remember the last couple hours of it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I did that, and it was, a, it was pretty crazy. As long as you don't get naked or something, because then you get kicked off Twitch. We wouldn't want Correct. that. Correct. I'm very cautious about changing clothes off camera. Yes. Well, the thing you said, you're doing it at home now, so is the the idea when you know COVID-19 simmers down that you're actually going to do this like on locations? So here, here's the oh, here's how that let's let's if you want to I'll take a second roll back and how this got started. So you remember the first time I came on to Slam Tilt, you guys were the first podcast I started to listen to. Uh, Colin McAlpine put me onto you guys, and this was back you know three four whatever years ago. And so I was listening to you guys, and then head to head come on and pinball profile. That was my three main ones I listened to. Well. In 2018, and Texas Pinball Festival, I was fortunate enough to get in the finals and win. But during that, there, what, how it started? Did you guys know Matt Quantz? From yes, he's in I Houston, but he's from well. you know he's a big wrestler guy. And so me and him have always played off of wrestler stuff at just our tournament. And he's the guy that's always going woo, you know that Bowen complains about and everybody complains about. That's always in the background of all the big tournaments, going woo woo, you know the Ric Flair. And so he was doing that all the time. So I started doing the Triple H chop when I was having a good game and, and some other wrestler stuff. Well, then when I did that in the biggest, you know, one of the biggest tournament, biggest finals, and everybody saw that, it was everybody was like, it's either awesome or it's controversial or what is he doing? And you guys, as I expected, were like, that was awesome. You've got to come on the show. 
Yeah. And so when COVID hit, that bring, that's the fast forward. So when COVID hit, I had just won Texas championship and was going out to the finals um, in Colorado, which was awesome. But why we were there, that's when all the COVID stuff started happening. So we weren't masked up, but we were all like Purell for days while you were playing the games and eating the pizza they brought in. And then right after that, I flew back. And I think it was like five or six days later when we went into lockdown. So uh, at least Texas did went into shelter in place orders. So after about three weeks of that and seeing no end in sight, I'm like, I'm going to stream. So I got a computer and I got cameras at 3x the price for what I should have paid for them at the time. And I was trying to come up with a theme and I'm like, well, let's just go with the wrestler thing. And then I just ran some ideas by my little pinball group here, which is, you know, Colin McAlpine, Garrett Hayes, John's Drew, uh, Jason Higgins, Phil Grimaldi. We're all in a, a, you know, a chat. Matt Quantz is in there, a couple other guys. And uh, I threw out some ideas and everybody said, yeah, top rope's perfect. So that's kind of how it started. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it started out with just a the the plan was to figure out how to stream, get all the gear in. I've got seven games at the house. I can stream different games uh, like Steam stream number three or four. After I got going, I started doing the wrestler intros. I'm like, oh, this is a thing. Uh, This can be my niche because everybody streams pinball. So I wanted something to draw in people. So now I've got my subset of pinball people and the subset of wrestling people in the in the pinball so i got like you know four people that watch the stream but that's another um story uh but it, that's kind of where it started and grew but the the initial plan was to stream at home figure it out stream my games do some challenges do some things and then eventually i was going to take my gear down to like buffalo billiards when we had our monthly tournaments i was going to set that up on one game and that game had to be part of the finals and we usually do a three games final so we'd have five machines set up and that game would be in the middle and you could pick you know the first three or the middle three or the last three whoever is gets choice a game and to stream that and also go over to um, uh, Brad Holiday's house and Colin McAlpine's house and go down to Buffalo Billiards occasionally and set up gear to stream. Of course, here we are a year later, and we still really shouldn't be out at these places just for casual gathering. It wouldn't be too bad with Max just to play pinball, but to set up all that gear. And and um, I did it once. There's a place called Cidercade that opened up here in Austin. It's got about 25 games. And we, they got a new LE Avengers. So Colin and I went down and set up once and it, you know, it was about, um, took me about a half hour to get set up. So it wasn't too bad, but ultimately that's, that's the long-term goal is to stream at tournaments and leagues and, you know, friends places occasionally here and there. Nice. And to our listeners, Robert is a much better player than either me or Bruce. So you should really watch him. He's actually never played us head to head ever. Oh, so 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 Bruce is saying that he could take you, but I won't say that. I have good luck against higher ranked players, you know. So I'm I'm not bad with that. Because <laughs> they underestimate I've watched, you. I mentally fuck them up. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> I've watched you guys play. You guys are more than capable to beat anybody at any time, and that's kind of what I say. I can beat anybody on in any given day. It's just uh, you know the games it you get be on. That and day I, that I'm playing them. Yeah. <laughs> well, the difference is you will get to run to the hills where I would probably not be able to get to run to the hills or or key for invitational. Yeah, I mean that's that's the cool side of things when you can get to that level, but 
Honestly, it's really not a factor in tournament play, in my opinion. I put up $3 billion on that run to the hills, where in the tournament play, you know, $300 million may be a great score. So it's just, it's just a different level of situation when you're in tournament. So this is Top Rope Pinball. This is on Twitch. I take it I just look for Top Rope Pinball. Yeah, if you pretty much search for Top Rope Pinball, you'll find me. I'm on Twitch at twitch.com com slash top rope pinball facebook's top rope pinball instagram top rope pinball um you can email me at top rope pinball at yahoo because i'm old and yes i still use yahoo um so you <laughs> i like can how email we me. said that right just to stop any insults yeah it, it's, it comes every time every time i'm on stream and i mention it the you know the 20 somethings are like yahoo what the hell they even still have mail yes they do so <laughs> um, as rock as bruce would say you know fuck off <laughs> you know so exactly <laughs> so uh yeah you can email me you know wrestler request i've been thinking about setting up i'm just gonna throw this idea i thought about this the other day so each wrestler outfit you can buy online is usually about 40 to 50 bucks um, they don't have everybody, but they have some people. And what I thought about doing is setting up like an Amazon gift page and say, if you want a wrestler, go on there. And if you like them, buy it and ship it to me and I'll wear it on stream. Well, you got to you gotta, you gotta wait for your tax refund this year. Cash it out. And you can be the, what's it called? Uh, what was the guy? The million dollar man? Million dollar man. Million dollar man. Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. I just did Ted yesterday for an intro on World Poker Tour because what's best to do is Ted Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, when you're playing World Poker Tour. Yep, and you have the money. You can sh- you can show the money and f- you know throw it all around or like that. Yeah. I just remember he was from multiple places depending on the time of the year. Yes, I think he was. Uh, my favorite was Hyannis Port, Massachusetts. Nice, nice. Or you can go for Mister Perfect. Mister Perfect. Mm. See, I get people wanting to do me, me, do me. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm going to like do you and stuff. <laughs> no, I've got people want me to do more modern wrestlers like Bray Wyatt and stuff like that. And I just, I don't watch it that much. So, um, yeah. and, and they walk out with a, an, a you know, a, a urn or a cauldron or something, but they don't, they don't necessarily do anything like, you know, Undertaker or, you know, there's some wrestlers that just don't do stuff like Randy Orton. I love Randy Orton. He's one of my favorite, but he pretty much walks down like he's the badass and stands in the corner and throws his arms up. That's not exciting on stream. No. So I got I got to pick and choose, you know, somebody that's going to be exciting. You know, Hacksaw Rick saw Jim Duggan. Yeah, I got, oh! Hacksaw. <laughs> I got the, I got a two by four and American flag. Oh! Actually, oh! for Randy Orton, if you can mount a camera like near the ceiling in a corner. That you could do a wide yeah. shot. Yeah. And then you like, yeah, or get a drone camera that kind of floats around because it always like, you know, do that. Yeah. 90, Step up on a chair and do the pose. I've tried to do a big show. So I put a camera like down near the ground facing up. So it looks like I'm just towering in over the machine from a perception standpoint. It still doesn't work that good. <laughs> I always love that he's like seven one, but they did that anyway. Like they needed to make him look any right. bigger. Right. I just thought that was funny. Oh, Andre, miss him. With this awesome stream, I'm sure you're getting just hundreds of views. You're making millions of dollars. Millions oh, of dollars. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I, I probably shouldn't set up the Amazon list. I just let that money fly just all the time, you know? I think Sponsors uh, and everything. You're going to get sponsors like as good as the, you know, everyone out there. We make millions of dollars. What kind of car are you driving right now? Oh, uh, uh, 86 Volvo or uh, <laughs> did you move up a little bit now? 
No, I'm like the I'm like the uh, final round guys. I I drive a a, a Lamborghini Huracan Evo. You know, I'm nice. I'm high flying. Nice. So, nice. No, I think you have to. I think you have to get to a uh, hundred dollars on Twitch before you can cash in. So I'm ten months into the streaming and I've cashed in, not yet. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's all for the love of it. For How sure. about you, Ron? We're we're making millions for Twitch, right? Uh, I think I got one cash in but that was that was after being on for quite a while yeah and all i'm if i cash anything in that's going right to buy some more wrestler stuff i mean there's no way i'm gonna cash in enough money over time to even pay for all the gear it's going to be outdated before i have to you know and you just yeah it's for the entertainment it's for the i've had I've had 45 people on stream as my max during one of my drinking streams. And that was just so much fun having, you know, 10, 15 people chatting, counting out the wrestler, you know, pinfalls. And and that was really fun. I had 30 when I did a gameplay reveal on that Avengers LE with Colin. And so I think it'll pick up here and there. The problem is there's so many established people already that's got their fan base. that's hard to get out there and, you know, if you don't know what I do and you just see top rope pinball, he does wrestler stuff. Some people might not even come check it out, but it's a lot. It's a lot more than that. That's just kind of the side fun stuff. It is yeah. some serious pinball playing and teaching. And and uh, I feel like I'm really good about talking about what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to dead bounce this and trap up and hit this ramp and combo this and stack this with that. So it's it's fairly informative. So I'm looking forward to expanding the number of games I can play once I can travel a little bit more. Yeah, it's you put a lot of work into it. Like it did all the karaoke stuff and you get like 10 people maybe watching. It's like, well, was it worth doing all this work? You know, the, the things that spike, the things that spike my stream is basically if I have Bruce on, because, because, you know, Bruce, everyone loves Bruce. He's the star. So that, that spikes the viewership. And if we are covering a tournament, yes, like the stomps, they will actually get near like a hundred people. Especially yeah. if we had like the you know, New York State Finals and stuff like that, people will actually yeah. watch that. But that's about it. And I think that's the key. You know, I joined um, the Pinball Network a while back, and that's been a good group of people. They've helped me improve my stream, my layout, you know, things like that, which has gone a long way. But it really hasn't increased my viewership. It's just that grassroots type of thing. And some, you know, like Buffalo Pinball has been streaming for what, seven, eight, nine years. And so, you know, I pick up followers every stream and it's just, it's just slow to go, but it's, it's fun. Like I got my core, I've got three or four core people that are almost always on and just having them on to be excited when we're doing something cool is, is enough for me. My biggest thing is the more people I have, the more fun it is for everybody. So that's my, my push to, to try to get out there and make more people aware. So come to top rope pinball. Nice. Nice. I did see Fox City's pinball. They streamed the tournament like two weekends ago or last yes. weekend. Yes, last and they weekend. Were, they were running over 100 people the whole time. And they had it. not many tournaments, live tournaments. Correct. So everyone's like people jonesing. are starved for any kind yes. of tournament streams. Correct. But but nobody likes tournaments. What are we talking about? Tournaments? Yeah, right. Everybody's everybody's yeah, everyone hates off right tournaments. now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that was that was really good. So I'm looking forward to you know, getting back to even just league finals and streaming and maybe get some traction there. We um, still have to finish our league from last year. <laughs> yeah. We're in the, we're, we have we're to do in the, the middle. upstate finals still. Oh gosh. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's just, just so far behind. It's not even funny. The one league I was in, the location is no longer has pinball. So 
that yeah. pretty much ended that particular league. Yeah. Buffalo Billiards closed, yep. and that was a hit. Because we got three pinballs locations, but uh, I don't know if you saw the the controversy. I mean, it's just it's pinballs by name, but that's all it is. There's pinball there, but it, they're in relatively disrepair. Most people go there now for the video games and the go-karts and the stuff like that. So it's they've never been receptive to really hosting or doing tournaments. So it's it's unfortunate now, and everything was run at Buffalo. Now, we did get lucky that the Cidercade place opened up, and they're very receptive to us doing stuff there. The only difficult thing is they that's pretty much all moderns. So... We've discussed a little bit about where where are we going to have the future Bat City open because uh, Jesse Smith is you know still interested in carrying that legacy even though Buffalo's down but we've got to figure out a location so to have a location that's got all moderns and and no older games is not kind of the tournament we want to run uh, or at least Colin uh, McAlpine wants to run he wants a mix of games so we'll have to figure that out when that time comes around in 2024. Or whenever we're able to do stuff again. <laughs> yes, the Bat oh, wow, City, 20. Bat City opens one of the larger Texas tournaments. Would you say? Yeah, it's probably it's number. It's number, it's number two to uh, to TPF, of course, yes. and then and then the Houston show's growing. Phil Grimaldi's running that over there, and he's yep, he's taking that. And then they added in the women's, which is uh, Elizabeth Ronay did a, a side women's tournament, not just a women's finals, but a full women's tournament that was very successful 17 years ago when we were able to meet up and play pinball. Um, uh, so that's really growing. And that's kind of known as the party show. You know, Teolis came down last time. He's like, oh, my gosh, this is I'm always going to come to this. And, you know, Teolis, he only wants whoppers and high profile. But he's like, I like this show from the party standpoint. So, um uh, it's, well, it's, now that it's, I, ha- I have no bar now, I'm going to be moving around more. So you'll be seeing me down in in Texas. Cool. And on the flip side for me, too, is about two years ago, I got divorced, unfortunately. But I've like I said, I've uh, I would have been married by now, but COVID. And so my fiance is really cool and she doesn't mind me traveling as much. And I uh, got my boys every other weekend. So that frees me up a little bit more to go on nice little weekend tournament. So nice. We'll have to have one up in here. You can come see Ron's place. At, uh, uh, I was so looking forward to coming up to Silver Ball Saloon and checking out Ron's place. And I think we've talked about this before. I, I almost before I got divorced, we were looking at moving up to um, near Manchester, New Hampshire. Yes. And, and I had a job offer that I had verbally accepted when all this divorce stuff happened. And so I had to cancel that. But I thought I was going to be up there with y'all and. And, you would have you, know, you, you would have been close to Ron, you know, a couple hours at least. Yeah, and my thought was, you know, well, we took Bowden from you down here, so I'll come up there and replace him and start winning all your stuff up there. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, you keep Steve. We love Steve, but unfortunately, you know, uh, you can have you can he can beat you guys now because he always beat us. <laughs> oh yeah, trust me, it was. You know, he he came. So he's in San Antonio. It's about an hour and a half drive up to Austin, hour 15 with no traffic, not too far. But he came up for all the the monthly tournaments. And so so I went from trying to beat Colin McAlpine all the time to beating Steve and Colin. So it it just yeah, you can take him back. He's a great guy, but you can take him back. I (laughs) I want my whoppers back. I know between you know, you have two heavyweights down in there with Colin and, uh, you know, and and oh, my God. But I love Colin. Colin is such an easygoing, down-to-earth person. 
Yeah, he's a good person. You have a lot of good core players down I, there who are I, good players and good people. I hope Deep Root does what they think they're going to do. I hope because, so, too. I hope so. Uh, and if they don't, I'm hoping somebody scoops him up. I imagine yeah, I think, some, I think somebody so. would pick him up. I mean, yeah. Raza will happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Robert it's it's gonna. Uh, yeah. Robert yeah, Mueller is gonna wrong. make sure. Him. I'm gonna make sure it happens, brother. If I have to use yeah. my own money, it's coming. You're gonna see the pin bar, dude. One hundred percent. See that the other thing that I was hoping is as I got this stream going, I don't want to be Jack Danger for sure. I just I, I don't have the time for that. But you know we have multimorphic P3 here. You know. Yep. 10, 15 minutes from my house. And then with deep root down in San Antonio, I'm like, maybe I can be the preferred game launch streamer for these guys, but they just don't really see interested in it. No, they don't. That's the problem. And so, that's where you can get free advertising. And I kind of saw Buffalo pinball as the multimorphic official streamers, really. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause they, they have it. They have one. So yeah. Yeah. And so, and then Jerry just, he doesn't mind the streams, but I, I've talked to him about it before, and he doesn't want hours and hours of gameplay in there. And so people watch it and like, okay, well, I've already seen all the things. I don't want to buy a game. And I, I love that platform uh, as far as what it's available to do. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Heist is making me more interested. I was not a fan of Lexi Lightspeed. Oh, so no. maybe if they get some more games that are more exciting, but with limited space for 10 years until my boys are in college, I'm, you know, I'm stuck with about seven games. And then when they're gone, I can probably expand the game room out to about 14, 15 games. But until that time, having the idea of having one game that I can have four games in it is, is, is intriguing. It's appealing. I think they posted something at one point for, so 16 grand, you could get everything. So you got all their games, all their side games, all their, all their side stuff. And so if you think about that, if you're getting seven or eight games for sixteen grand, it's it's not bad. No, it's not. It's not just. Yeah, I I don't like the flipper feel on the games. That's no, the that problem. I, that that was my same thing, Bruce. Is yeah. I don't know what about the flippers, and I don't like to see the flipper mechs. Yeah. I wish oh, that I, was, I don't I, mind I don't, seeing them. It just I don't like the feel. The feel does not feel. It's it's literally the worst feel in the flippers out of all the companies out there that yeah. I played. Mm. Uh, um, um, have you played like a Houdini? And yeah, stuff? That's I was going to say Houdini. <laughs> I was literally going to say Houdini. Actually, I played the one the guy had the local one, and he cranked up the power, and it, and it didn't feel that bad. It I've really had, didn't. I haven't played one that I, I mean, when it first came out, I'm like, this is the coolest oh, thing ever, and I can't hit any of the shots. No, Damn it. I agree. When it first came out, but after, later on in the code where they made it adjustable, and you're in a home situation, it is better. Yeah. It's still the shots were terrible, mm-hmm. but at least there was strength there. But on the other ones, I just it feels like it's delayed. It feels more delayed than even Chicago gaming. Flippers are hard, obviously, yes, to, are. to get... Because watching Carl D'Angelo's IE Pinball, he's he's been doing Guns N' Roses and Pirates, and he's had thermal sensors on the flippers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the most recent one he did, he's doing Pirates. And his right flipper was just getting well over 200 degrees on a regular basis. He needs to stream in the morning and cook breakfast on the coils. Yeah. <laughs> Fry some bacon while he's playing. To be fair, and I think there's two things. He's playing the two games that have like the most multi-ball possible 
I mean, there's just you're even pirates. You're in constant multi ball. There's so many multi balls, and his style of play is he traps up everything. So you're going to get hotter coils. Yeah, but still, 200 degrees yeah, is insane. And then he put the he put the fans on him, and they're fine. Yeah, and hmm. I guess a pin monk is the guy's name doing the uh, fan kits, or that's his screen name. And from the studies he's done so far, he said uh, like 120 degrees is the the number. If you keep it under 120, your flippers will remain at like full power. As soon as you start going over 120, that's when you start having issues or start to get weaker and weaker. So I'm in, I'm in the business of uh, water treatment. So I, I deal with a lot of cooling, cooling exchangers and stuff like that. So I've got some heat guns that I can shoot to, to monitor temperatures and stuff like that. So that'd be interesting to open up the coin door and start shooting some of the coils just to see how hot they are after gameplay. Cause I played that world poker tour yesterday. I was almost a Kiefer invitational and that thing, uh, I was like 90 minutes in. So you got to imagine those things are, yes. are on fire. Fire, 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 fire. fire. Bruce, Bruce, I said fire. <laughs> I'm here. I was just doing something. I'm actually doing something behind the scenes. Ron. Yes. Uh, we were talking about how numbers go up when you and me are on. Well, we should have the stew come on against. I have a challenger for the stew. Wait, you have a challenger for the stew at level zero. Yep. We'll be level zero. You know, the stew is undefeated at level zero. Uh, this one, I think, uh, this is going to be very competitive. It's going to be another European player. Oh, okay. Yes. So I'm actually going to have to get it all situated. We have to go through some COVID stuff to get her over here, but, uh, this player will be able to kick some butt, I think, and take on the stew and defeat the stew once and for all. And this is a European player. Yes. Yes. Okay, I have no idea who this is or what you're talking about. I know exactly. I know this is gonna be the best. This I love his reaction when he finds out about this <laughs> stuff. Uh, this person's only been in the U.S. once before. Okay. So uh, this player can play. I, I I've seen this player play, and I saw this player at the Silverball Saloon. And so when she saw the stew, she was intrigued. Intrigued. Okay. Yes. So. You know you're going to have to do something to pay this off. Otherwise, it just looks really bad. Oh, no. It will be paid off. Oh, we will be doing this. It will be paid off? Okay. Yep. And we will be plugging this beforehand. And you were going to see it's going to be good. So I'm just teasing it now. This is the tease. Okay. We'll be doing this probably in March. I think I can get it all the, you know, I got to get the visas in and everything like that. That's the hard part. Get oh, the, the, visas the visas in. in. Okay. Yeah. yeah how long was it for you with Stu? Months, right? Uh, well, he's already here. I know, but beforehand. Uh, well, uh, you know, he seems to be able to come and go at will. I don't know what his deal is. I think he's got something going got, on. I think he's a diplomat. He could be. Romanian <laughs> diplomat? I could see that. Yes. Do you have a phone booth at your house, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, I have a TARDIS here. He just travels yes. around. Yep, but uh, just so I'm just warning you, Ron, you're gonna have you have to get uh, Stu in in competition mode soon again. All right, all right. It's been a while since he beat you. No, well, luckily, you know, and he beat Zach also. Well, the funny thing is, he's he has been defeated, just never never at level zero, but he has been defeated. Yeah, well, he doesn't count that. He does. I think he has to because he said the machines were subpar. 
Eh, I've never heard that from. I think the number one player in the world would disagree with him. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> and the one would disagree with him, I think too. All right. All right. <laughs> but there's something new coming up in Rochester soon. Uh oh. Okay. You you totally ruined my train of thought. I was going somewhere, and I just totally lost it. Now, thanks, Bruce. But yes, what's going on in Rochester? We're gonna have another pinball place. Your your co-op. Yes, the co-op is in full force. We're going to be signing the lease this week. And the estimated number of pinball machines will probably be plus, probably about 40 to 45. At wow. Least. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there will be all eras. There will be EMs Ooh. all the way up to, I think the newest game we're talking about coming in is possibly going to be eventually Guns N' Roses. Oh, nice. Bruce's favorite game. Yep. So you guys have both played Guns N' Roses. Yep. Yes. Oh, yes. I have not. Yeah, it's pretty good. I will have to admit. <laughs> yes. Until the flippers start crapping out. Well, you, then you just get good. fans. Get a pin yeah, monk fan kit, and you'll be all set. And Bruce doesn't even like Guns N' Roses, and he likes the game. That that says yeah. something there to me. Yeah, the music. The music's good. And the know, constant multi ball, all the stuff he bitched about, and he's still yep. like, nope, it's great. I still like the game. Like, I wow. would have bought it if it didn't go up a thousand dollars. I was oh. gonna say I need. I'm I'm in the process of saving my extra thousand dollars. I got to spend on it now. So, oh, yeah, good job, good job. Well, before you, or how about some? How about some Pac-Man? No, you gotta go the old classic, the uh, part, uh, the Price is Right. Ah, cliffhanger, nice. I love that. Um, so before you continue with that, Bruce, I think I have to read this mail from the ball bag first, because otherwise, because you're you're going to tell me that you guys came up with the name. We did, but I saw the email. Okay, so. This email is from uh, Eric Russell. Which one? CNY, I believe. Okay, good. First, let me say I'm with Bruce about a simple name being best. Rochester Pinball Co-op or Rochester Pinball Club would be the first things that come to mind for a good simple name. Some other basic names that come to mind. The Pinball Warehouse. The Pinball Reserve. The Pinball Pit. The Pinball Hideaway. Then, of course, you could go for some tongue and cheek humor in the title if it's going to be more of a private club type of thing. Like, uh, oh, God, can't pronounce it. The penitentiary? Oh, penitentiary, or the pin yard, or the pin stop. The Citadel of Pinballs, or the multi ball verse for Rick and Morty fans. Pins Landing, or the Tex Watch for Game of Thrones fans. Pin Solo, or the Pinballerian. Oh, Mandalorian. Pinballerian. For Star Wars fans, uh, this one I thought had a really nice ring to it and would be unique, so this would be my final entry. I do think some people would have difficulty with both the spelling and pronunciation of it, though. I can only imagine what Bruce will turn this into when he gets tired. Oh, God, I can't say Pinball Panacea. I think I'm saying it right. Just don't make me say Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl? It says it's a noun, a solution or remedy for all difficulties or diseases. The panacea for all corporate ills. Note, a quick Google search does does find that there was a piece of artwork called Pinball Panacea from 2015, but it's not really pinball related, so I think the name would be okay. And that's from Eric. Thank you. So that just had something pop in my head. So it's in Rod Chester, right? Oh, God. So how about 
big rod pinball. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. We're going simple. We're going no, simple. No, you, I like the that. Announcement is, the name announcement is Rochester Pinball. That's it? That's it. That's so... Really? Yeah, the reason why, the reason why we want to make it simple so every person will know what it means. So if they come to it, they're not just be like, oh, you know, if I put, if we made it a cool name like the Sanctum, literally most people don't know what the Sanctum means and come going to turn the pinball. We're trying to get people to come in. So we might have a side name eventually, like you know, we'll have a cute nickname, but right now it's just Rochester Pinball. You just call it the Rod. We're going to the Rod. We're going to the Rod. We're going to the Roch. I got some Roch. I got some crotch roch. I'm not going there. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so bad. But, uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we're signing the lease this week, and then we have to do some demolition. Yes. Get to tear down some walls. And then we got to lay some carpet. Mm, carpet. <laughs> and then uh, we got to paint, and then we bring in some stuff. 45 games will be on location and it'll be a flat fee. So it'll be an hour charge and then a day day charge. Let's see. How how many of the games will be yours? Uh, 15 so far. So there will be a stern row. Oh, nice. Stern row. How many, how many owners you guys got going into it? Five. Five. Yeah. That's, that's like exactly what uh, the game preserve in Houston was five, five guys got started. Yep. And uh, we've talked about doing it in Austin, but real estate is tough. Oh, it is. It's really tough. But now with the COVID, with the COVID, it's gone down a lot. And for what we got for the square footage, we couldn't find anything better. The location's a little oddballish. It's on the second floor of a building, of a like an office building. The first floor is like uh, the retail stores, and we're on the second floor. So you have to walk a little bit like you would in the Sanctum. But once you get to it, it's going to be a nice little mecca. We're going to have some chairs in there, some seats, some couches with the pinball. We're going to also offer repairing pinball machines. Oh. So you can re- bring your play field or your games in. And I'm actually, the first job I have lined up is going to be a play field swap. Nice. And the second job is a play field swap. And a third job. <laughs> I have three play field swaps already lined up. I like getting my jobs. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, said swap. Yeah. The good thing about this will be there's three things. First, I get the games out of the garage. So I will have a garage again. So my wife will be very happy. It will free up space in the house. So the cost of putting something in storage, like if I wanted to put the games in storage, yeah. is almost as much as I'm going to be paying for the rent towards this place without making one red set. So the way I look at it is if I can get the games in, in this place – they get played a little bit, and people enjoy them, and we get to make some money. I don't have to pay any storage fees once we start making money. So now it's like free storage. I have a place to work on them. I can even work on my own projects, and my house, my space in my house frees up. See, you have the advantage of – sounds like you and maybe some other people are good at teching. That's our, our biggest challenge when – Colin and a couple other guys here. It's who who's going to tech this stuff because we're not yeah. techy enough, and so yeah. we have this place and we can get somebody to run it. But if the games are always broke, then that ain't going to be good. Between me and Zach, I think we can handle any challenge. Yeah, that's the good thing. Zach is great at EMs. Zach actually builds. He, 
Zach builds his own machine. So, and if we ever had a problem where we couldn't figure it out, which I, I don't know if we'd ever run into, but if we did, we would figure it out somehow. We'd find somebody to figure it out or just pull the game out and then we're done. I like that. If we had something we just couldn't figure out, we'd figure it out. Yeah. We would just yeah. figure it out. Yeah. We would. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's Bruce. He's, he's kind of a big deal. He knows some people. I know some people. I know people. Speaking of repairs, I hate fucking spooky. Oh, man. Okay. God. Every time I turn on this machine, it just – it is the quirkiest piece of crap I've ever played. Wow. Oh. Hot take. Oh, hot take. It's just like one day I'll turn it on and the house voltage. Here's how anal I am. I actually right now <laughs> have a voltmeter plugged into my wall outlet. So I just turn on the voltmeter and I can tell you exactly how much my house voltage is. Right now my house voltage is 19.1 AC volts. But I've been trying to figure out why my Rick and Morty one day I turn it on and the flippers feel like total fucking ass monkey shit. Cold. Cold. I'm still in the 19.1 volt. Wouldn't you get like 120 volts? 119. Okay. I was about to say, unless you know something. Okay. 119 is good. Okay. 119 is great. But I could turn this Rick and Morty on right now, play a game, and the flippers feel like sluggish shit. The next day I turn it on, with the voltage being even maybe less or more in the house, by like, I'm talking like maybe 0.2 or 0.3 volts, and the game will play great. And then the next day, pop bumpers will just like the switches won't work. Like it's just like that. I have been into this freaking pop bumper, and then all of a sudden, like uh, it's just annoying. Like the pop bumper doesn't even work. And then I go in there and touch it physically with my finger, and it works perfect. But if I throw a ball against it, it works sometimes. It doesn't work some other times. It's just. I've never had such a frustrating new – and I've had – wait a sec. I've had Stern Game of Thrones Premium, where if I had the upper play field off that machine five fucking times. You should have got the pro, obviously. I should have gotten the pro, but I, my wife didn't like the look of it. But oh, I just fucking think it's just annoying. Yeah, the pop-upper thing I think I had an issue with. Similar, yeah. where just intermittently strong as hell and then doesn't work. Doesn't do anything. It's just weird. I don't know if it's their programming or their base code. And the worst thing is I go over to Zach's place and I'll play uh, Alice Cooper. And the flippers on that thing, strong as hell. Do, do, do. I can hit almost any. And this actually has two steep ramps. Left flipper, right flipper, boop, boop, boop. No problem. My game... One day I can, I can't even hit that left ramp. Next day it's like Superman. There seems to be wild inconsistencies between games. Yeah, and I, I mean just even games of the same the same title. Yeah, like uh, uh, the guy down the road has a serial number three forty or three thirty. Right after mine, plays like a Titanic every time. He has other issues. But wait, wait like, a minute. It plays like a Titanic, which means it plays really good and then hits the Then the shaker motor goes off and then it blows a fuse, you know, that kind of stuff. Wow. <laughs> the shaker goes off and it literally blows itself up. Yeah. It was just like, it's just like, uh. well, I thought you'd find this, this funny. I, I saw someone was selling a TNA, and I think it was on a Facebook, and they had 
a full page, like, like paragraphs of stuff. It, it, it basically said way too much. They literally went through anything bad that ever happened to the game in their description. So which, it was a lifer. Which, which really wasn't, you know, I would, I'd be like, it's working now. But it's like, this, are, this is the 20 different things I had to do to this game. And I felt like, ha, ah, I know how he feels. It wasn't just me. No. Yeah, see, they I hear need that. to really hear, step up their quality. I hear that stuff from you guys who I know that know the ins and outs of all the pinballs. And that's why it makes me nervous to buy anything else but a Stern. I've only bought two, two new in-box games. I bought Iron Maiden and I bought a Jurassic Park. And I want to buy a Guns N' Roses, but if that thing... I haven't had any issues with my sterns, and if you walk into a row of pinballs, you play every stern. They all feel the same. The flipper feel the same. It's all the same. It's consistent. It's it just is what it is. And then you just never know what you're going to get when you step into those other manufacturers. And so, to spend you know seven, eight, twenty grand or whatever it costs now on new games, I just I it's hard for me to do anything but stern if I'm going to pull the trigger on something. Oh. I mean, if we go through them, Chicago gaming, you're probably going to be fine. It's more that stuff's more like feel. Like we said, the flippers don't feel right. It's like, but the game works. I haven't heard any issues with those. Yeah, I, I've I've played some remakes, and those uh, those don't bother me at all. Those those play solid. They play solid, but the flippers are a little whacked out. Uh, it depends on the title. Yeah, said so I. I, I played a um, Monster Bash, and it was fine. Yeah. Monster Bash is better. I think AFM's the worst. AFM's the worst. Medieval, middle, Medieval's okay. I think Monster Bash is pretty darn good. If I was going to get anyone of the remakes again, I would get the Monster Bash. But see, uh, us top level players, we just adjust to it, so it's not that big a deal. Nice. But the, even, but nice. even with that is, even with that is, when you go to say, I was playing an AFM, and then I I play my AFM, and then I go to on location, they have an AFM. Oh my god, I am like so far off my shots. It really mentally fucks me up. And then I get so used to that, and then I try to get used to that game, and I play it, and then, oh, next game we're going to play is Terminator 3. Okay, I can, oh my god, what the hell's going on here? I've just lost the shots. So you're saying you need a better mental game, that's what I'm hearing. No, I, I need a better <laughs> game that actually plays proper like, like it should be, like a Stern. But I know what you're saying with the qual. you know, do you take the jump for G... JJP, Ron has had pretty good luck with his game, except oh, yeah. for when I play it. Yeah. Except for when I play it. JJPs are fine. You just got to crank the flipper power up immediately. Yep. And hopefully they don't reboot on you. Yeah, that it literally rebooted once in its life, and it was on you. And it locked up once on me, too. Yeah, just you. Just it me. detected your style of play and knew it was you, so it gave you the finger. Bruce detected. Yeah, Bruce detected. You, it's in the code. <laughs> yep. I talked to Ted Estes. He put that in the code. It's a Bruce detection. It detects no trapping and just flailing, and it just assumes it's you. Nice. <laughs> it monitors speech patterns and picks up Bruceisms, and so yep. it shuts shuts down when it when it detects Bruceisms. It uses facial recognition for the uh, camera, so it knows it's Bruce. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. oh, fuck you, password. <laughs> <laughs> Love my dial, Dan. Bester's deck game. I, I know you do. Love it. But yeah, it's just very frustrating. So luckily, I only own half of the Rick and Morty. Next month, it's going to go back to the person who owns half of it. And I'm going to get back my half of Batman 66, which is a way better game. You and Batman 66. 
It's solid. I like it. I love yeah. that fucking game. But I, I'm, I like the theme. I love the theme. The theme that's, is what. That's what's killing me about Avengers. I'm, I, I like the old. I, I'm, you know, I'm Wonder Twins. You know, Justice mm-hmm. League. You know, Superman, mm-hmm. Batman. Um, I'm not even really into Spider-Man. So all the new Thanos and Black Widow and all that, I just it just doesn't do anything for me. Well, I'm a big so. comic book nut, so for me, it does do something, but it's just there's a piece missing in that game. I, the shots to the playfield, if it was, if they actually got good assets from Marvel, as in like great sound callouts and maybe some better animation, I would it really enjoy that game. What do you mean? More and they more. use the Marvel appointed voice actors. Yeah, okay. It's like saying <laughs> I took a shit and it's in the bowl. But is it good shit or bad shit? <laughs> okay. Okay. What does that mean? It's still shit? Is like, that what it's still shit. Okay. It's still, it's still shit. It came out of your bunghole. Exactly. <laughs> it's still shit. What the hell is that? <laughs> are you threatening me? Yeah, are you I'm threatening, threatening me? TP. TP from my bunghole. But it's just like. You don't like form of binary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that the game. Like, Ryan C ish. Binary. Like we, <laughs> it's just just doesn't do anything for me with the animations like i'm watching it like if i'm watching zach play or somebody else play because we have a local guy that has a a le it's great until you really watch the game and then you hear some of the stupid call outs the rules are good confusing that's the pro- another problem with getting people into that game it's it's a deep rule set i am iron man no you're not yeah. asshole shut you're up not. Uh, technology is what made you know i'm like oh my god stop with the stupid bad quotes it <laughs> yeah. really is just like ugh. speaking speaking of assets that's what makes me worried that if harry potter ever does happen you're not gonna get it's gonna it. be gonna so get, yeah. lame it's gonna be like it's gonna be the uh, book it's gonna be the yeah. books only or something yeah exactly I don't know. you're gonna get voice actors that phone it in half the time you know it's just like ah. There's you know, so much data to pull for that, though. Uh, you know, can you get some people to do what they did for Jurassic Park and pull the pull the clips and make it better? If your game doesn't get shut off, yeah, or whatever exactly. Stern's going to try to do. I was watching Carl stream playing pirates, and it never occurred to me how little assets they actually had. Yeah, from pirates. Oh yeah, they have, oh, and, and they had one guy. I think was one of the minor characters who does all the yes. voice voiceover, all the voice work. I didn't realize it was just him. And I was wondering, like, what happened when that guy showed up for his session? Did they give him a script with, like, a hundred pages on it? Because he says a ton of shit. It's just like, here's your script. I'd be like, oh, screw this. I want to raise. I'm going to be here, like, eight hours doing all these call-outs. I wonder if he had, like, a flat, flat show-up charge fee and then per hour fee after that or something. Because he has – it's so much speech. There's so much they have that guy say. I, I just wonder how big the script was for that. See, if they were smart, they'd approach this guy. I know he's a pretty good podcaster, a friend of mine. His name's Ron Hallett. He does a lot of voices. They should approach him and Arr. say, we'll give you a free game if you do all the speech call-outs for this. Arr. And he would probably say, yes. Arr. Or at least a discount. Arr. <laughs> I didn't realize it was just one guy doing all the, the call-outs until I actually yeah. listened to it. <sighs> Any more criticisms, Bruce? No. Any more no. bitching? No, not right now. I'll probably I'll, well, right later now. on. We will later on. We oh, will. later on. Oh God. Yes. Is is he and his uh, ten to one ratio crap on stuff versus good stuff? 
Is he is he following that mantra? I think so. He's yeah. so no, negative. No, no, not me. So negative. Well, let's do something positive. I had an announcement here that I, I thought was going to be negative, but you turned it into a positive, Bruce. And that's there is no more four five five bulbs. If you don't know what a four ah. five five bulb is, it's the the ones that blink. Mm-hmm. The bayonet style ones that blink. They're used in a lot of the old EMs. Ron posted this to me a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, because uh, someone posted it to me. They tried to buy them from uh, Pinball Resource, and they didn't have them. And it turns out yep. the factory that made them in Mexico, wherever it is, they're not making them anymore. And Marco no longer has yep. them either. So the only ones you can get are like the LED versions, which... They, oh, God, you with the LEDs. The problem with the LED versions is they have a set speed. They blink at a, a set rate. You can get ones that are slower or faster, but it's not to be a true blinker. It needs to be random. It needs yes. to be all over the place. That's what makes them do what they do. Bruce, did you corner the market? Did you buy them I, all? <laughs> I bought a lot. <laughs> I bought 10 boxes. But you're saying they're available, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some places still have them. More money. Uh, I actually bought them 10 boxes from McMaster Car. It's just a big industrial place where they actually sell a ton of industrial parts like bearings and rollers. And they're more made for industrial warehousing. And I looked on there and I'm like, oh, let me type in 455 and boom, it comes up. Oh, okay. Now, the normal box used to be $6 for 10 bulbs of 455s. Mm-hmm. These are a little more. These are $11. Ah, but to get the feel – here's the funny thing. If you go on eBay right now and look up a 455 bulb, which I'm going to do right now, and here's what the cost – you can see how much it's going to cost you. You just type in 455 bulb. Okay, 455 bulbs. Two bulbs. Mm-hmm. Not two boxes. Two 455 bulbs, which are the Ecos, which the ones that uh, all the arcade places sold. Fourteen ninety for two bulbs. Wow! So it all, it bought, also says they sold fourteen, and this is the last one. Yes, exactly. Oh my god! So what what you really want is the original GE ones. Yes, you could ever find them. Like I, I got like two boxes, and that's that's all I got left. I have a box of GEs, one box. I have boxes of GE uh, sixty three bulbs and some ninety uh, threes and a couple other. Luckily, I found them in a warehouse and. I was like, how much for all the bulbs? He's like, $5 for the whole thing. I'm like, take, take sold. <laughs> and they're all GEs. I was like, sold, sold, sold. But uh, yeah, just, here's a, wait a sec. One box of four, five, five bulbs, 5410. Wow. Ooh. So wait a sec. I did good for $11 each, didn't I? You did good, Bruce. Mm-hmm. You're so my I hero. bought 10 boxes. All right. See, so some good news. McMaster, what, what's that again for our listeners? McMaster Car. McMaster Car. Is that like McMasterCar.com? Yep. Yep. McMasterCar. All right. Don't pay $50 for your 455s. Go to McMasterCar. LED. No. (laughs) Ban this man right now. Ban him. (laughs) You're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off at some point. I wouldn't mind the LED if it had random blinking. And surely that's not that hard to program those things to do random instead of a well, the variable Because it's a mechanical thing. That's the problem. Do you know how a 455 bulb works? Uh, um, they're breaking up and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how it works, Bruce. 
what happens is the element heats up and there's a almost like a breaker there's a piece of metal that actually after it heats up it breaks the current so then the element cools down this piece moves out of the way and then allows electricity voltage to get back through and heat up the element again and that's why it can actually turn off and on in a certain period because what it's doing inside the bulb is actually it's almost like a like a heating on off switch so what happens it heats up and that's how you get your perfect timing because it's going by current going into it and there's a formula for this in watt's law uh ohm's law ohm's law so watt's law <laughs> Ohm's law, and that's what actually makes the formula to make this work, and it works great because every four, five, five bulb you see like that, they ding, 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 ding. You know, it just takes how how long it takes to heat up, it breaks off the current, and then does that. So it it has to be able to be programmed to an LED. Problem is to sit there and figure it out. Somebody eventually will. But guess no. what? I don't worry. I don't worry about no that one. Well, because no one cares about it except us. Exactly. Guess what? Ten. I'm holding them right now. The box of ten of ten. I have a hundred bulbs. I'm good. So Bruce, are you are you a double E? Double are you E. Le- I thought. You, are you an electrical engineer? No, no. I'm a mechanical engineer. Okay, I, but I I'm, do know electrical engineering. Okay. Things. See, I'm a but chemical I, engineer, and I've purposely avoided all electrical engineering classes so I didn't electrocute myself. No, I don't mind. I, current, current. Does not, last week, I was down at my mother-in-law's, and I had to. Uh, I was up on the ceiling working on her electric. Doesn't bother me at all. Shocker! Shocker! Two in the pink, one in the stink. Shocker! <laughs> I was gonna go. There. <laughs> Let's get off the bulbs. Way too much oh, bulb bulbs. talk. Incandescent bulb is the future. Uh, yeah, it's Bruce's future as he fries himself because it's so hot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are lots of code updates. Yes, there are. Tons of code updates. Tons of code updates. That's about all I got. <laughs> you get on the list? Well, Guns N' Roses had a code update. Yes. I think, what, did Avengers have another one? Avengers had a code update, yes. What else? I'm sure Led Zeppelin has had a code update. Yes, they have had also. So three updates in the past two weeks. Yay! Yay! We love code updates. Yes, we do. Did you see the picture, Ron, that was just posted to the co-op, our group? The co-op? We have a co-op group? Well, it's it's actually in both groups, but the co-op group and also our group, the podcaster group. Uh, yes. Well, Stern released, uh, I believe, on Instagram. Yes. Originally, they released a clue for the next game. It says, coming soon. Which is very rare for them. And it's got a puzzle that's not assembled. An unassembled puzzle. So, uh, any any ideas? I don't know. What do you think? Well, me and Robert are in a Discord group where this has already been discussed, and I'm kind of I'm on board with what was uh, the answer. Godzilla. Oh God! Why is that puzzle? The movie's coming out. That's just to me it makes sense. And, well, it's going to be Toho Godzilla. So it's not the American one, mm-hmm. but it's got. Like one of the puzzle pieces has like a piece of his chest or his tail or something like that. They were like correlate it with a picture. Mm-hmm. I'll go with that. I mean, we know it's coming. We know Godzilla is coming because we know they have the license. Not yep. only that, Dwight Sullivan confirmed on top of that. So there you go. 
What's with Borg trolling everybody with pictures on pictures on pictures? Oh, God, oh, God. Yes. I don't know. What the fuck? I think somebody grabbed his account for his kids are like. <laughs> yeah, he posted. I think he posted um, like Gamera or something like that. It's like, it's like, oh, that's proof. It's Godzilla. It's like, no, that's that's Gamera. That's that's an opposing studio. That's not Godzilla. I would have loved to see Godzilla and Kong with the new movie have like kind of a mesh between the two or something. That would have been cool. That would be kind of cool. I would agree with that. Godzilla game better have all the other monsters in it. That's all I got to say. No, they yeah. couldn't get the rights for them. No, they, they're all owned by <laughs> Toho. It's the same company. Like, Is that a joke with you? Like, nope, they couldn't get it all. Yeah, you have a Godzilla machine, and then every mode is a different different character. Yep. You know? Going up cool. to uh, King Hidora would have to be the, the main villain, the three-headed, three-headed monster. That's Godzilla's, like, main antagonist. And it better look like Godzilla. Not like the last one they did. Not like the current one. That doesn't look like Godzilla. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Y'all get a Taco Bell? God, there's an old reference. Hey, lizard, lizard, lizard. <laughs> Love Those it. were the best commercials. The little chihuahua dog. Little Taco chihuahua, Bell. yep. That was when... Uh, Godzilla, is that with the Matthew Broderick one? Oh, God, that one's yeah. terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. That's one of my, one of the Godzilla movies, uh, Godzilla Future Wars. When he's fighting all these monsters, they actually have the 1998 Godzilla in the movie, and he just kicks the shit out of it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just, that, uh, the Godzilla theme in the, the monster movies brings me back to when I was a kid. I would go to my dad's house for the weekend. And we would stay up all hours when I was like 14, 15, 16, watching uh, monster movies, you know, the old classics and um, karate, you know, karate, the old classic yeah. karate movies. It is so much fun. Sounds like we got an LE buyer right here, Stern. I think we do. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Let's see. What else do I got? Uh, uh, there's been a delay with Alien. No, stop it. Go ahead. I, I, I set you up. What, what are you going to say? <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Did they state why there was a delay? We still have to work out some glitches. That's what it says. I was going to go with a copy and paste deep fruit email here. No, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. No, they, they didn't blame their suppliers. I didn't see yeah, that. Surprise. They should have the done hell? that. We cannot yeah. get parts. I don't understand these. Why push? You know, now you've gotten these pe- the people's num- money and everything. Like oh, that's that, right. And- they got money. Yeah. Yeah. And good thing is it went to Coin Taker. That's the only good thing for the United States people. But why? Hmm. <sighs> okay. People got to stop giving money to these companies who haven't made anything. Because it's a new company. Don't forget, it. it's not the same company as before. Wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll just check that off. Fags. <laughs> wow. Wow. Move the truth. Move along. Move, move along. Move along. No. Until Bruce totally you gets going to here. here. No, nothing these to see not, here. These are not the pinball manufacturers you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I.E. Pinball, Carl D'Angelo, they, uh, Stern actually gave him a Stranger Things to stream. They did. Where's, where's ours, Stern? Yeah, where's ours? Uh, no, we're not good enough to get to wizard mode, so. We are. Oh, sure we are. 
<laughs> so uh, he got to the Stranger Things wizard mode, and it was awesome, Bruce. It's a great game. Great game that we don't get to get free. We don't get to get free. Okay, so now, okay, so it's because we don't what, get to get Guess what? If Stern wants to impress me, send me one for free. I'll try it out, and I'll tell you how I like it. <laughs> So you want them to send you a free game that you already said you hate? No. Prove me wrong. Prove you wrong. Prove your opinion wrong. I just did. Yes. Stranger Things is great. I love Stranger Things. You need a meme with Bruce and the, you know, this game sucks. Change my mind. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. need to be sitting at that death at that little table yeah, outside. Exactly. I hate Stranger Things. Prove me wrong. <laughs> You just have bias. It has to be me in the picture. You know, I have to be sitting at the desk. You are biased against Lonnie Roth. That's what it is. Just any game he's on, you instantly hate. No, the problem is Lonnie Roth didn't do any of the programming. All he copied and pasted. (sighs) (laughs) That's all he did. Hasn't ripped on Ronnie in a while. Let's get him going. Uh, Well, after I got that letter from him a couple weeks ago, you know, that was, you know. Yeah, well, he told you they weren't ever going to make an ELO pin because no one would buy that piece of shit. That's what he said. God. Uh, I I always forgot to ask. So if Godzilla is coming up, who do we think the designer is? It would have to be Eddie or or Borg Borg, if you're going in order. Yes. Elwin's not going to be ready until probably, Uh, I'm thinking August. But Elwin said he already had a game done on the last interview oh, that yeah, he but, did. But I mean, he's he's always been hadn't he been a huge fan of the original Godzilla pin? Yeah, but maybe the other two who were in before him. Yeah, but that that guy's a machine of putting out games. I agree, but then you pushed off two of your designers. Be you know, well, Eddie, the guy came in after him, but uh, Borg, I think, would be almost. You almost got to consider Borg the longest person there, the most tenured there. Almost got to consider? No, he is the longest tenured there. You'd think he would have his choice before anyone else. Well, <laughs> you said Borg is the longest. Yeah. <laughs> Borg is the longest. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, uh, only one designer there usually takes longer, and that's Richie. Yeah. Everyone else is pretty much on the same schedule. So it would be weird if it was Ellen. I mean, yeah. that would be fast. That's all I could say. That's So, Ron, you're going to buy one if it looks great and have all the... I have to play it. I still have to play it. Even if Lonnie Rop made the rules? Uh, that makes no... That means... I have an Iron Man. Lonnie Rop did the rules. I love Iron Man. Some of the rules. Some of the... Oh, God. This is Bruce. It's like Like anything in the game Bruce likes, it's like, oh, that was so-and-so. If it's something he hates, it was Lonnie. It, you're, it's so lame. Just stop. It's not lame. It's the truth. Super skill shot. Who made that? You mean the overpowered super skill shot that uh, that was put in yeah. by Lyman? Yeah, he did yeah, that. I love it. Yeah, yeah okay. Good. All Very right, good. let's get games you like, games you hate. We got to do that. We have a guest. Yes, we do. We got to find out what he likes, what he hates. I like things. I hate things. So... This is this is going to be probably controversial, but one of the games that I really like, I've been looking for, and I just missed out on it, LE, which most people say a pro's better, is I like Transformers. Dead, Dead silence. silence. I like the theme. Uh, it, it flows pretty good. If it's it, a pro. 
Pro it, is pro, the way yeah, to go. I, I agree. The the little shaker oh, right ramp thing Starscream is, is sucks. A, but you know, you can play as two different sides that's got different modes, and yeah, it shoots the flashy shots. But so is everything. Shoot the flashy shots. I don't know. I just I just like it. And honestly, for the price you can get it for right yes. now. Yeah, I cheap. think it's a very valuable game, and then the, it's a it's a theme for me. It's a, it's just you know got your little toys up there, and and just I don't know. I like the 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 sounds and the background, so that's that's a game I definitely like. Now, unfortunately for Ron, <laughs> the game oh. I wrote down for the game I hate is Iron Man. Oh <laughs> wow! Hold on, I think we're having I... a problem with the call here. Uh, you seem to be <laughs> dropping off. <laughs> Oh man, I just there's something I, I maybe because I haven't had a lot of time on that game and just casual play, I always run into it in tournaments and I'm like, this game is hard enough. Why do you not have out lane rubbers? Why do you have low ball save times? It's just I don't mind a brutality, brutal game, but it's brutality. Just, it's just, you know, brutality, fatality, you lose, sir. Good day. You better hope it's pump and dump. Uh that seems more like a, a- a tournament setup problem than anything else. Mine, yeah, I, I mean, have the posts in and rubbers on them. I mean, I've, I've played the thing and, and, you know, first ball done all the modes and got into the, whatever the, you, you start the wizard mode or whatever, when you do it all at once, what is that called? Oh, do or die. Hurry up. Do or die. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got there before, so it's, it's playable, but I just, I don't know the, 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 is it the whiplash that shoots at a thousand miles an hour right down the middle? No, that's, um, uh, um, war, uh, machine. Uh, war, war machine, war machine, yeah, yeah. I it's love like that. Add, a, add a ball save on that or something. I don't know. It's just, it's again. It goes back to my. I'm not a big Iron Man fan, so the theme does nothing for me. The characters don't do anything for me, and then the gameplay is just brutal. Eh. If I want a brutal game, I'd rather go with Tron than Iron Man. I don't think Tron's brutal. It can be. No. Compared to Iron Man. Well, compared to Iron Man, yeah. I mean But I mean I I I'd rather play Iron Man than Tron. At least I have shots I can hit each flipper with. Boom books. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I would like to see uh Lyman, if you're listening, which I know you're not, can you add a ball saver to the beginning of Jericho? You know, like like you, you did for what is it called on uh damn it, on Metallica. Crank it up. Crank it up. Hold on. Hold on. I know how to do this. Keith, you're listening. I know it. Tell Lyman this. <laughs> <laughs> because he did it for Crank It Up because it wasn't there originally. No. And it sucked it when you start cranking up. No balls. And, and maybe the thing shoots right down the middle or you just shoot one thing and drain and it's over. Yep. Do something like that for Jericho because that happens a lot in Jericho. You get the cool intro. It gives you the ball. You shoot one thing and dead. It's over. Yes. One of my one of my favorite. I forget what podcast it was on. Elwin was talking about ball saves, and maybe T- Timmy Timmy was on as well. But they were talking about they were uh, going to code in where you couldn't turn off the ball saves for certain games, and he's oh, yes. like, he's like, that. suck it sharp or whatever. Yeah, he said. Yes. <laughs> that was so awesome. They made it so they turn off the ball saver during like a multi ball that you had to really work hard to get into. And they thought that was bullshit. So they made it in the code. So you can't turn that down. The perfect example of that. So when I went to the NCS finals and NACS finals, one of the games I had there was um, Iron Maiden. And I, you know, I've, I've got that game. I love that game. It was my go-to game, but they had the mummy multi-ball set up on zero ball save. 
So you grind to get to that, to be in a safe place, to make some shots or something like that. And then it's just over with. And it was, it was just not fun at all. It's like if you work that hard to get there, I know you want the game to pay fast. You've already got the outlane post out, no rubbers. If I crank it to a multi-ball without dying, I should have some some protection there to get, get rolling. That's just my opinion. Come on, Sharps. Be fair. I forgot to mention the first season of uh, ICR, which uh, – what does that stand for, by the way? Does anyone know what that stands Internet. for? Uh, this is something IFPA is doing where you can play yeah, against people course. online. Yep. There's like seasons. Season one just completed. Yep. Y- yeah, I don't know. Internet competitive response. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Internet competitive response. We had a showing with it, though. We're, all, we're in everything. Our very own Zach finished second to Escher Left Call. Yep. It's a IFPA challenge rankings. So wait a minute. The, I-C-R. The, the I. I- Acronym stands for another acronym. Exactly. Jesus, come on. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And season two is starting starting up. Yep, but our own Zach, we're in everything. We're in all these podcasts. We help make them. We're good. And uh, in the finals against Eshery specifically, you could do it two ways. Either you play the same games if you have them, or you play different games and they have judges. Yes. Uh, so he specifically, he, he did the judges and played all EMs. Except for uh, Diamond Lady. Uh, I thought they were all EMs. I didn't think, I think Diamond Lady was, the, I thought that was the semifinal. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think he, he did all EMs, like brutal EMs for the finals. But you're, the only thing that I have that, you know, you have people judging. And so it's subjective. Subjective mm. is hard. Yeah. Just like making pinball. Yes, yes, we know. That's very, very hard. I said hard. <laughs> That's what she said. What's next, Mr. Ron? Is it my favorite segment? Would you or would you not buy that? I, I've, I've heard that you have some stuff for us. I do, and so does our guest. Oh, my. Since oh our guest my. is here, we will invite him to go first. Okay. Are you sure you want to go that route? Okay. Oh, my. Yes, I do. So, okay. everyone, go to eBay, even though you're driving yeah. in your cars and you have no chance to do this. But if you're not, you, you say that, but as a guest, I listen to this show 95% of the time in the car. So, it's when this comes up, I'm like, look at that. Look at that. I'm like, fail. 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 Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Two. Seven three zero one one four four two zero six six. I was dyslexic. <laughs> it's ultimate so, warrior. No, no, no. You gotta do if you're gonna do this, you gotta do this serious. So Ron, you know, read us through the details and tell us about the pictures. Okay. This is the ultimate warrior costume adult WWE wrestler Halloween fancy dress. That's a long description. I got some pictures with it, so let's see what you... The glass is off. The glass is off. The glass, the glass is, is off. off. Uh, the muscles look very defined. The leggings are there. Definitely the leggings are there. Does it come with the anabolic steroids you need? I don't know. Let's look at the description. I don't do really an Ultimate Warrior impersonation, though. You just got to sound like, 
our super deluxe WWD Ultimate Warrior costume for the warriors that have gone before. For men includes a padded muscle chest shirt and pants. And I'm going to take that pants and I'm going to put them in a nose dive. I don't know. I'm, I'm losing, losing there. <laughs> also included with the Ultimate Warrior are the tasseled armbands, wristbands, knee pads, boot taps, wig, and four makeup sticks. This Ultimate Warrior costume comes in adult sizes large, medium, and extra large. This Ultimate Warrior costume is an officially licensed WWE costume. Okay, hold on. I got a problem with this already. So Vince McMahon will get some money for this when you, if you buy it. I, need yes, to, I, have, uh, I have a problem I need with that. this. Uh-oh, what's oh, wrong God, with what's it? The problem? I have a problem with this. Okay, most people who watch WWE and all the other wrestling shows, most, not saying all, most, they're usually a little heavy? not on the sizes of large, medium. They're heavy, large. yeah. So, I've been to a ton of live shows. I can truly say I've seen more morbidly overweight people at wrestling shows than any other events I've ever gone to. Yes. See, here's, here's the thing. See, I have to get the extra large, not for the, the build, but I've got to make sure i got enough room in the crotch. Oh, oh, God. oh my! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my! But yeah, so uh, that's the first problem with this thing. They give you a size chart. If your waist is thirty-six to forty, you're extra large. Only forty. Only forty. Oh yeah, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I guess if you're that big, if you're that overweight, then you really can't be the ultimate warrior. Like, I wonder, do they have costumes for, uh, I'm trying to think, like a King Kong Bundy costume? Oh, I would think that, that would allow you to be bigger, I would assume. Okay, so the question is, for $140, would you or would you not buy that? $140, you know, if I really wanted to be Ultimate Warrior for some kind of event, sure. Yeah. If I was coming on your podcast, if I was going on your stream... Yes, I would buy this. Well, and see, we we talked about my stream and where I'm going. That's one of the requirements. If you come on stream, you have to pick a character to be, at least for an intro. Nice. And so I've got a I've got a tag team belt. So when we do multiple people, you know, we could have the champion and the tag team champions. It's gonna be gonna be epic. Yep. So, all right, I got one more. I got one okay, more. So hold on, let me go up top and get back to the thing to the search. Go ahead. Okay, two three three six five six. Nine five zero zero one three. How come I can always find the faults in things, though, Ron? Why is that always? You're such a negative person. Oh, God. Andre the <laughs> Giant inflatable costume, adult cosplay, WWF, WWE pro wrestler, wrestling. What the hell? This is awesome. I mean it. Anybody want to paint it? <laughs> wow. Need to look okay. exactly like Andre the Giant? This inflatable costume won't give you the height, but it'll give you the incredible likeness to Andre himself. Polyester, one size fits most. Officially most, licensed. <laughs> Our guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, you get a full refund. Okay. The name of the buyer is uh, the seller. Retailer of Awesomeness. With a 98.6 rating, which is not good for the uh, amount of sales he has. Wow. Farmingdale, New York. I would get this quickly. It's yes, you would. $90.67. Can we save shipping if you go pick it up? <laughs> no. Then you have to usually pay tax when you pick it up in the same state. <laughs> no, you have to well, go yeah, to their house anyway. where they're selling it, and you probably don't want to do that. I mean, is this a costume or, or just an inflatable thing? You sit inside the whole thing. It's no, like I think you, it's one of those blow-up where you're inside of it. So yeah. 
if it if it sounds like it's not big enough and and this is why I would not buy that because if it's really only six foot tall and you're looking out the actual eyes, that's not Andre the Giant. What they need is it needs to be like seven foot five, but you've got like eye holes in the neck that you can see out of. You'd have to redesign this. Plus, mm, to maybe, say this yeah. looks like Andre the Giant is 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 borderline. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, I would not buy this. Plus, yeah. he, he's heel in this. Is this is heel Andre the Giant? So I don't know if you guys can see, like, if you scroll down, it says similar sponsored items. And you can see, like, I don't know if you guys can see it, but there's, like, Kane. Yeah, I can see and it. Mankind yeah. Oh, yeah, and it. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was saying. It's $50 an outfit. So it's uh, it's pricey. Yep. Pricey. But that's all I got. I figured that would be a cool, uh, would you or would you not buy that from top? If you like to buy pinball. one of those things for Mr. Robert, you can uh, definitely uh, hook him up with a uh, top rope pinball. Yes. That's right, baby. I, I don't see I don't see a Death the Rose costume, baby. What's going on here? <laughs> no one wants to be the American dream, baby. We have one now. We do? We have the American dream. The, the American dream, Dave Fix. The American dream of American pinball, baby. He already cheated on his uh, on his one and only podcast that he wants to go on. Outfit comes with a mouthpiece that makes you have a lisp. Oh God! <laughs> but yeah, he already cheated. He already went on another podcast. He went on Loser Kid podcast. Yes, he did. I'm like, wait a minute, what's he doing on there? I know. I noticed he talked a lot. I think the Loser Kid boys barely got a word in. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Love the voice. My favorite Dusty Rhodes thing is he he had to have, like, dental work done, so he had, like, Novocaine in the side of his face, so his whole face was, like, all numb. So he immediately went in and did a promo because the side of his face looked like it didn't move. So, you know, he, he did a promo like he'd, he'd been attacked, and that, that had caused, like, you know, damage to the side, and he'd have to recover. Like, that's brilliant. Yikes. I love that. Promo's out there somewhere. Now, are you ready for the pinball-related? Oh, okay. Pinball-related. All right, I'm ready. Yes. Okay, 193-767-386-587. This, I think, Ron's going to approve of. What? 1987 Bell Games Cobra Pinball Machine. Wait a minute, is, mm. it, does it have Sylvester Stallone in it? Mm-hmm. You're the disease, I'm the cure. Wow, it's only $4,000. Mm-hmm. Made in Italy, inspired by the movie Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. Wow. See, baby, see? Wow. I got Ron there. Pin is plug and play. Is it an exceptional condition except for having to travel, uh, traveling from Italy to Pittsburgh? It is in DC current, but plugs easily into a converter. Yes. If you are a Stallone fan, this pin is a must. Okay, so is this picture in there anywhere? Uh, it's on the play field, but not his face. Uh, I see a cop, yeah. <laughs> but it's not him. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's a game. If you're going to take pictures with the glass on, at least not have glass. It's all scraped and scratched up. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Like last picture is like on the flippers. It's like you can see the gouges in the glass. I'm trying to find a decent shot of the play field. I do like the four drop targets in front of the ramp. Oh, so it's not it's not ripped off of something. If they don't no. brick. Yeah, that's well, the truth. Yeah. Gottlieb flipper bats. Yep. 
Interesting. I've never seen this game before. That's why you, you know, I, I bring I, out the rarities. And I you, still Robert. haven't seen it because the whole back of the play field, I can't see due to the glass being on and no lighting. Correct. Yes. And then and the reflection of and the, the reflection. The, the yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. That's way to get a sale of a $4,000 item. But Bruce, that's good preparation, you know, because I am rare. So, <laughs> yeah. Preparation H is my middle name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so would we or would we not buy that? Fuck no. I didn't hear. No. Oh. No. Okay. I can get one. my I can get my Transformers Pro for four grand. Okay. Here we go. One seven four five seven six nine six zero six one three. Oh, it's another rare game. Oh. oh, but wait a minute, it's not rare. I hate when they lie. Oh, Rare nineteen eighty Stern Sea Witch pinball machine. You know, like the Sea Witches you see at every show. It's super rare that they made thousands of. It's really rare. It's so rare that you're going to pay fifty eight hundred dollars for it. Oh my gosh, the playfield is chewed. For your consideration is an extremely rare vintage pinball machine for my collection. This listing is for a Stern Sea Witch. As you can see from the pictures, the machine would make for a fun player's machine as it sits or would make for a fun restore candidate if you prefer. Wow. For $5,800. Wow. I, I don't even want to keep... I, oh, they, you have to. You uh, have to look uh, at the playfield. Uh, the playfield where about around the upper left flipper is brutal. They made only 2,500 of these, which that's... Okay. A lot. That's a lot. Let's see. Let me look at the pictures. The question is, would the pinball princess buy another one of these just not to have two? Price. No, 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 not for this price. Not for this price. I know what I sold her mine for, and it was <laughs> a lot cheaper. I like the gouges by the uh, the flippers. They're nice. Oh, major yeah. wear. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they did say player's condition. Yeah, player's condition. Now, the only problem is you need player pricing. Pricing, yeah, <laughs> that's bad. Oh, come on. Even the, the sticker around the credit button is, is falling off. Come on. Yeah. And the stern sticker isn't even there. Boo. No. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, East Lansing, Michigan. Although he uh, has 100% positive feedback with 143 items. Next one. Ready? Uh-huh. 174 Wow. There's all these oh, rare games. What? How do you keep doing this, Bruce? I am just good at this. This actually is rare. This is rare. This is a, uh, I've only seen like one or two of them. Bally Voltan, Voltan Escapes Cosmic Doom. If you'd like your Dave Christensen artwork on a shitty game, this is for you. You are in. You are in. This is only $10,000 from yeah. VintageVideoGame.Arcadia. Does it come with a taxi in the back and two other games? It should, because this is pretty bad. Keep on going. Let's go see what's going on with this 100% thing. feedback for this. Uh, and they've sold 2,808 items. So, Is that the uh, Austin-powered laser shooter bra on the girl on the playfield? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like a laser beam coming out. Yes. The pinball machine is in excellent, fully working, fully shopped condition. See my standard text below to see what fully shopped means to me. The game plays very well and looks amazing. 
After installing a new lamp driver board, I changed all bulbs to LEDs and not cheap Chinese LEDs. I get only the best from Cointaker. Would you get some from China? I also replaced the (laughs) MPU with a new Alltech to improve reliability and longevity on this rare game. Man, he takes pictures of the back box open and closed and coin door and lifts the game up. Oh, yeah, but, he has a lot of pictures. But all the pictures of the play field have the glass on. Yeah, and... It's like if you... it look, At least it looks like it to me. It's got a lot of wear. Maybe not. The best is actually the displays. What's wrong with the displays, Ron? Uh, what's wrong with the displays? Well, the one's out gassing. Two. Two of two? I see player four. And the credit. Oh, the credit, yeah. Well, you know, that would... That would actually cost you money. You that know, would cost actually, a lot of money if you put the LED replacements in there. I yeah. I do like how this game has the uh, the bonus count. One to nine is the the nine planets. Yes, above it. Cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, we would not buy this. Not for, and the back glass has a couple of spots in the hole. It's got holes in the ten thousand uh, dollars. But I mean, it's that I you know it's got two spinners. Two spinners. It does. <sighs> I mean, it looks like a. It looks like it might be a fun game. Of course, you're never going to buy it for that. But. Yeah, it's a fun game for five hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, next one. Ready? Next one of how many? Go three or four more. Okay. Okay. One one four. Six eight three. Two eight four. Six two four. This better be rare. Oh, it's. It's <laughs> oh, it's, it, it doesn't oh. say rare, but it doesn't say rare, but it is. It's a 1978 Williams Contact Pinball Machine. Wide body LEDs plays great for only three thousand dollars. The best is the lockdown bar. This is a <laughs> very hard to find Williams wide body pin contact. You rarely see this machine come up for sale because there's not many, and it sucks. Oh, it doesn't say wood. that bar. Is that a wood grain lockdown bar? <laughs> oh, it is? <laughs> like, wait a minute. The what the fuck that, is man? that? That's like a custom wood grain. <laughs> it's a wood wait, rail. Wait, wait, it's the pin bar. It's the pin bar. <laughs> it's oh, the my pin. God. It's the wood bar. <laughs> could they not get a lockdown bar for it? Oh, that is They probably awesome. couldn't find one because they're so. It's the, it's the rarest yeah, one. It's, it's like super you know, wide body. Super wide body with the ed- at least they got rid of the hard edges. Yeah, they won't have the edges yeah. that kill your palm. <laughs> Holy shit, that's stupid. <laughs> I thought you'd love that. <laughs> and the funny thing is we don't even loop. talk about the playfield or anything that you know, like, oh the playfield's not that you know, not that bad on this game, you know, because nobody played it when it was <laughs> wrap the uh, wrap the piece of wood in like aluminum foil, take pictures. <laughs> uh, wow. Gosh. I I'm speechless. That's a new one. Good job, good job, Bruce. Thank you. See, I thought you liked that one. Yes, Bruce is bringing it from the top rope today. Oh, I am. Oh, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, when we had the big people on, I got to make it. You know, just a little bit more extreme. Well, you know, brother, it's time to go for some more, brother. What you got for me, dude? Oh, this is a classic. Here we go. One three three six six six. Dun dun dun. Two eight seven six three three. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. 
The Adams Family. Ripped off. Oh, God. My bunghole hurts very much. Yes, it does. If you think a Jersey Jack CE is just not expensive enough, this is a game for you. I mean, it looks immaculate. The shooter lane, take the glass off people. Yes, we'll give the price last, but uh, it's a full end high, oh, full high end restoration with all new clear coated playfield, new electronic boards, restored cabinet, and tons of mods because we love mods. I like the ramp staircases. That's not standard, right? No, that is the red. The red and the, and yeah, the blue. Yeah, standard. No, oh, that's I standard. did not know that. I have never right. paid that much attention. Because it's actually bright because of the super awesome LEDs in there. Wait a minute. There's tons of mods. Where are they? I know, uh, the, uh, I can tell you exactly what they are. I expected the to cover. see the uh, the dude's the fester on the chair. I expected yeah. to see that, but he's not. Nope, it's the thing the cover. Thing, the thing cover is kind of cool. Okay, yeah. The, uh, the spinner for the uh, – not the spinner, but the, the, uh, the library, whatever the it's called, case. the read. The Target, that's all covered. It looks like wood grain. Looks pretty nice. Yeah, that actually is cool and cool. Yeah, I, uh, I, I approve. I don't approve of the pop bumper like weird lights they got in there. No, that's like five LEDs mm-hmm. in one. Let's just blind you more. The playfield isn't bad. Yes, it's clear coated, no man. Burns. No. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, gonna... So, Ron, what's the price on this thing? This Adams family. Oh, you want to go description first? You want to go? Let's go to the description first. I think I did say I said that already. New cabinet artwork, new plate. Yeah, that's it. New clear oh, coated wow. playfield, new ramps, color DMD display, all new electronic boards. Which we don't get to see. There's no no. So you can have this Adams family in your home for only twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand dollars. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> I'd with rather have LED- the monsters next to it. With <laughs> yeah, the, so would I. <sighs> with the LEDs and the brightness, I'm going to give another shout-out to Zach Mini. Is, I was blinded by Dwight. Yeah. He didn't do this game. I know, but I'm just saying. It's a great song. So that's a fail on that one also, right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> that's a fail. Just like Zach Mini singing is a mm. fail. Wow. God, he's just got to stop singing. Wait, wait. Did I? If I sing on your podcast, does that free him up to sing on his podcast? No, he can do whatever he wants on his podcast. No, but he had a thing that if someone requested him to sing, correct. So if if Robert uh, requests him to sing, then he's going to have to sing when he comes back. But you have to pick a song. Okay, hang on. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. There you go, Zach. Oh God, sing it. Oh God. Creasel's gonna lose it if he sings that. No, well, it can't be on one that Creasel's on. He'll have to be the guest episode or whatever. Yes. I got my mindset on you. Remember when he's trying to sing that to got you? I'm not saying. Oh, that was bad. I got. <laughs> well, I got my new mic now. I didn't mention that. I'm on a different mic here. Yes. I can, you know, sing more. You ready for the next one? I'm boys? ready. Two two four one five eight. Nine eight nine five five one. A stern oh, pinball alley. Oh, th- 
the the description is funny. Stern pinball machine alley man cave arcade room free shipping. That is the entire description. Jesus. Does free shipping any, anywhere in the world for this price. This is a $4,600. Jeez. And look at the seller. They sell 373 items. They have 75% positive feedback. Oof. That yeah. is by far the worst I have ever seen. So buyer beware. That is a buyer beware type of feedback. They're in Quebec, Canada. A? Yeah, A. So is this in Canadian, right? Oh, Canada, our home and native land. I miss hockey. I have it in a garage. I can just play it anytime I want. I can set the, the, the oh, national the, anthem. The, the hockey thing? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he looks like he took it just from uh, IPDB. He just copied and pasted it. What the pic? Oh, the, can, yeah, the, the description. Yeah, the description. Yeah, yeah, literally, that's what it is. Free shipping to a terminal nearest for you to pick up to continental USA or Canada. It doesn't really say anything about the game. He does have the glass off, Ron, so that's a good thing. Oh, he does. Oh, let me see. Let's see. The back glass is in the typical alley condition, which is bad. Bad. Bottom bad. Uh, Playfield's eh. Playfield, now, like, usually the really playfield on the bad. bottom is beat the hell up. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is not, not bad. bad. Not yeah, bad. The play, but the upper playfield part is bad. So that tells me somebody's played a lot of games of this poorly. Because they plunge and then they lose the ball. <laughs> because by the special in between the pop bumpers is bad and by the uh, rope a dope loop is bad. Dope. Rope a dope. It does have the original some original drop targets on there. And the cabinet is just marked and nicked and scraped oh, yeah. all that, that, you over know, the that's place. Just a typical stern cabinet. Yeah. Coin doors are right, huh? Yeah. That, that is just I'm I've never seen a feedback that low. Yeah, yeah those Canadians can't trust them. Oh man, that's a, <laughs> a fan bunch of our listeners. No, uh, you have to read the. Did you read the email? Oh, we'll get to the email in a few minutes. But yes, I'll, you'll see. Okay, what I'm talking. So about. we just had a restored one down here sell for like two grand. Wow, twenty two fifty. I mean, it was the guy fixed it up. It was really nice. It had a great. I mean, it was. Why didn't you buy it? Uh, yeah. I've only got room for seven games, so yeah, it wasn't you can my fold thing. up anytime and you, you can put anywhere. No, nah, you always got room. Yeah, put them true. under games. Games under games. Yes, exactly. Games under games. Yep. That's, that's how. You got to start learning that. Okay. Two more. Oh, two more. Then we can get to the mail. All right. What you and got? Then we'll get to the mailball bag. Now I have a question. I'm going to give you a choice. Uh oh. Okay. Dun 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 dun. Uh, I'm just going to do them both. So fuck it. Okay. <laughs> One two three. Here's your choice. Is no choice. No choice. One two three. 717-375-388. Why were you doing tequila there, too? Da, 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 da. That was weird. Was Pee Wee Herman coming out? or I was going to get on the bar and start yeah, doing my Pee Wee Herman. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Do I get my platform shoes? <laughs> Stranger Things Pro Pinball Machine by Stern. Hey, watch this. The fire that night, I'm beginning bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> There's your Pee-wee shout out. I'm in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm doing something. <laughs> no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's a yeah, Stranger Things Pro that costs more than it would new from Stern. Mm-hmm. So why would I get that? Well, no, no. You have to read the description. Oh, let me bit. read the description. Okay. Stranger Things Pro. This machine is new. Okay. Shipped in Stern Factory Box. Purchased just prior to COVID. 
never put on location. Okay. What's wrong with that? Well, for, uh, first, as you said, but the second problem I have, if, if you never put it on location, why is there a sticker on the coin door? Uh, <laughs> it's like their company name. Like they put their company name sticker on it. That's it. That's your, uh, come on. Yeah. Why would you do that? If it never went on location. How come I can't zoom in on any of the pictures? Are they, yeah, that, no, that's it? Okay. So, so their pictures are uh, taken with a flip phone. I don't know. It's and it's still it's more than if you just got one from I a distributor. Exactly. The new new in boxes listed as sixty one ninety nine. So yeah. you save two hundred bucks for uh, who knows what you're going to get. Nope. Yep. Okay, Ron. Now fail. This is the the coup de grace. Rarest one. Rarest one. Rarest. Oh God. Okay. So this is going to be fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Two nine three. Six two one. Zero one eight three nine two. Metal, Metal Man. Man. <laughs> wow. 1992 super rare collectible pinball machine, fully working. Grail. I'm grail. sure it's someone's grail. And it can be yours for $77.50. It's got a tic-tac-toe board. I know. Keith Elwin thought he made this proper, but he, you know. This thing looks cherry, though. Oh, it was at the Pinball Museum in Denver, Colorado. I wish there was better playfield shots. Not it's got an shots, upper play field. pictures. It's got an upper playfield. It's got tic-tac-toe. It's got a weird flipper bats, those European yeah. games. Wow, they chromed out the... Uh, the legs, mm-hmm. it looks like eggs. 60s Holy chrome legs. Yeah. Wow, that looks... Wait a minute, that's the only... Wait a minute, that's the only picture of the playfield? No, there's three or four. Yeah, but there's no, there's no yeah, close-ups. They're, they're you can't from really the tell. angle. You can't see anything, and the glass is on. Yeah, it's bad. No, f- fuck that. Just take the glass off, it's grail. dude. It's a grail game. Yeah, it's but rare. you want $7,000 for it. Take the damn glass off. No, you'll get dust inside the play field if you take the uh, glass off. Huh. I mean, I'm not even going to ask you to, for, to look inside the game, which I you should for $7,000, but I mean, holy crap. What's the description say? Okay, they said that shipping by Beltman. Yeah, I guess it's not Michelle What's-Her-Face anymore. It has some other woman's name. That's all it says, though. It doesn't really have. It's just Metal Man Ender, which I believe is the manufacturer. Isn't it a full name, though? Ender something. 1992 Super Rare Collectible Pinball Machine Fully Working Grail. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. No. Man, we wouldn't buy anything today. Nope eBay sucks. It fits in well with my stream. We wouldn't buy anything and, no, and, and nobody watches my stream. <laughs> you could be Metal Man. Well, you had uh, Mick Foley advertise for your stream. Yeah, that was fun. That wasn't all script. He just kind of did that. The whole Who Tommy thing. He that was just that was all him. I gave him very little information, and he just ran with it. It was pretty cool. For those who are wondering what we're talking about, it's the uh, what's the name of the service again? Um, cameo, cameo. So you can basically pay celebrities to say shit. So you need to edit that in. It's only forty-five seconds. So, Ron, edit that in here. <laughs> he won't do it. But <laughs> hello, this is the hardcore legend of Mick Foley, the man who defeated Dwayne the Rock Johnson twice to become WWE champion. Stone Cold Steve Austin once, making me a three-time WWE champion. Here to tell you about Top Rope Pinball. 
This is done by Robert Byers, a top-ranked pinballer. It's a Twitch stream for pinball playing in which Robert does different wrestler intros before and during each show. He is a top-ranked pinballer. I think I mentioned that. And he does streams for gameplay, strategies, and fun. He's a pinball wizard. There has to be a twist. That pinball wizard, he's got such a supple wrist. How do you think he does it? I don't know. Check out Top Rope Pinball and find out for yourself. And have a nice day. That was uh, Mick Foley right there. Yep. Woohoo! I know The Undertaker was charging like $1,000. Yeah, their flair was charging like 500 and <laughs> some different things. So Woo! it's interesting. Undertaker lives in a neighborhood about 20 minutes from me. So I'm just going to drive up to his house and stalk him <laughs> and say, hey, dude, you need to give me a cameo real quick. He will tombstone pile drive you. Keep on, spe- keep on speaking. I'll just use this. He's Get like, off my yard, you bastard. He probably tomb- tombstone me on the pavement. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace. And then lightning will hit you and stuff will happen. Yeah, all the things out. Okay. Ready for the ball bag? There you go. I just kept this little thing in here. I, I got a notification. Yes, you did. So then, hi there. At. Congratulations. The Slam Till Podcast is now ranked 181 on the Apple Podcast Games chart in Australia. Australia, mate. Woo-hoo! We're in the top 200. And I looked in the top 100. There's not one pinball podcast in the top 100. So we're to like the top 81. See, right now I'm on fries, but next week I'll be on shakes, and eventually I'll be assistant manager, and that's when the big bucks start rolling in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you guys know what that's from. Oh, I know exactly what that is. 181 out of like 200 probably total. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, we are popular in Australia, mate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next email is from Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Glenn gets around. He's been on several podcasts I've I've seen. This is uh, Bruce and Juan. Bruce and Juan. No, Ron. I'm I'm Ron. Ron not Juan. Juan. Your wow. name's Juan Valdez now. See, si, Senor. After it's watch, the Ted, it's the Ted Cruz can, Cancun edition. Oh. <laughs> Bruce and Juan. <laughs> yes, he should be coming back right now. Oh wait, he had to come back oh. sooner. I'm sorry. Yeah, he left his dog there. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, Bruce and Ron, after watching Mike's video, I realized that not only did Mike believe the only strategy is to go for lit spinners. Uh, oh, the first part. I'm sorry. Here's a link to Mike Dimas's TX Sector uh, gameplay and rules tutorial. Text, text, So after watching Mike's video, I realized that not only did Mike believe the only strategy is to go for lit spinners, but I've heard you guys also speak of the same. And there's nothing else. And there's nothing else worth going for. I say nay. There is also a mega level hurry up multiplier. Once you get your level seven or high, oh, and higher, it trumps any other shot in the game. You would need to knock the single drop target down in front of the ramp to activate the mega level multiplier hurry up. That sounds like I should do that as a wrestler. It's the mega level multiplier hurry up, dude. Then collect it at the lit teleport shot. I believe you can get 1 million points if your level is maxed out, dude, and you hit it at 10x value. Also, if you get in a multi-ball, if extra ball's off, you can collect a quick 500k at a, a lot dead-end shot. At a lot dead-end shot. That's what's, what you're lo- going to do, brother, brother. when 24-inch pythons wrap around you? What you going to do but, when uh, a the, spinner the spin on you, brother? Love your it, show, it and I can't death, wait to get to see you shot. guys. Stop interrupting me. Love your show, and I can't wait to see you guys at a show someday. Poor man's pinball tribe member number seven, Glenn. 
Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. But it could be a death shot. Sometimes you hit that drop target, and it could ricochet. Oh, be a man. Like, you care about death. You just flail at everything. But the thing is, and there's an easy shot to be hit. It's those spinners. Nah. It's all about the tournaments with you guys. Don't you want to have any fun? Uh, No, at one point, I want to win. Okay. Juicy spinners for days. That's fine. Yeah, that's all it is. The game is really that. If you want to be not okay, if you're in a tournament and your comp your competitor is just hitting spinners, what am I going to do? I'm going to either hit the spinner to keep up with him, or try something more difficult and maybe score points. Mm-hmm. I'm going to score points the easy way. Hit the spinner. All right. All right. I'm sorry. That's the way I feel. The Bruce has spoken. That guy, uh, Glenn, watched one of my streams and he's like, yeah, I got to do you some intro music. And he was on live the other day. So he can sing and play. So that's the yes, guy. he's really yeah, good. I, I guess he's, I don't know if he's new in it. I didn't know him, but uh, uh, seems like a cool guy. Yes. Oh, Glenn, Glenn's yes. been sending us mail for yes. oh, okay. a long time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he found me on one of my drinking streams and, and was just eaten up when I was doing the wrestler stuff and he's like man i've got a we've got a hookup so we can i can write you some music and blah 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 blah. so i need to touch base with the guy seems cool yeah maybe you could do a rap album like macho man yeah there you go that's all i got that's all that's all it's only been uh two and a half hours bruce yes it's gonna be long good lord (laughs) killing me where can we find top rope pinball and plug yourself mercifully Mercifully, no, mercilessly. Mercifully, I like I like the Bruceism intro. Thank so, yeah, yeah. So. Yep. You keep on interrupting stuff with wrong stuff, Ron. Oh, where can you find me? Here's where you can. Cause that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. You can find me on Twitch at uh, Top Rope Pinball, their Facebook page, um, email. Um, just about any Instagram. I uh, got a Discord channel. So you can uh, pretty much search Top Rope Pinball and all of those places, and you can find me. Go ahead on Twitch, and if you just follow me in notifications, I don't really carry a schedule. So sometimes I'm Saturday, Sundays at 10 in the morning. Sometimes I'm 7 at night. It just depends on the mood I'm in and, and what's going on with life when I stream. So follow me and uh, share me out there and uh, come say hi sometime. And I can't wait to hang out with you again at the next show, Robert. Yes, that'll be a great time. Great time for sure. Good time will be had by all. Yes, good times had by all. Yes, it will, baby. This is the American dream right here. And I'm telling you, we are the Slam Tilt Podcast, baby. This has been episode 161. If you want to contact us, you can contact us at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com, baby. And uh, that's it. <laughs> that's the most I could do there. Uh, so our website, slamtillpodcast.com. Hi, Steve. Hi, Zach. Yep. All our links are in the top right corner. And you can also catch me on my other podcast, the Silverball Chronicles, to be heard at the Pinball Network. So check that out. Our latest episode should be coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. It will be a kind of a Barry Ausler, early 80s Williams pinball thing. Up to, wow, thanks, Bruce. <laughs> Damn. Um, fuck you. Uh, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you'll have a lot of corrections for it. Oh, I'm, I will for this one. You watch. Because you are the quite the dick. Yes, yeah, so thanks everybody. 
until next <laughs> wow. until next I'm time. Wow. Yes, your dick. Thank you, Robert. Say goodbye, Bruce. Well, I got it's gonna be a little long intro today, but uh if anyone went to the bar, I had a picture of me when I was younger up on the wall given by one of my good friends, Stacy. And one of the people who I was in that picture passed away actually late last night. He died from cancer. <laughs> He was 54. His name's Jay Duel. Goodbye, Jay Duel. Goodbye.